Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, you know, I want to start with this. We are about a couple of days removed from the second anniversary of the insurrection, the attempt to overthrow our government by Trump insurrectionists, driven, you know, orchestrated, driven, and strategized, directed by the president of the United States. And as you guys know, you know, much like COVID, I like to keep a lot of things in the news that other people don't. They want to just, you know, move on as if all is well. We don't need to be concerned uh, with this growing threat. And what we witnessed last week on the floor of the house was as my friend, uh, Charles Ellison, who hosts, uh, a show on WURD in Philadelphia, he called it the bloodless insurrection. And I said, Charles, you're absolutely right. Because we have 147 members, I believe, that after the attack on the Capitol on January 6, 2021, voted to overturn the election, 147. And somehow, right now, the media wants to use the term rebels for the Lauren Boeberts and the Matt Gateses and the Paul Gosers of the world. And then somehow, in, the, in their mindset, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan have become moderates? Are we all dumb? Or is the memory that short, right? That because you're deciding that you're going to, oh, I don't know, vote along party lines for your speaker, who is an absolute spineless amoeba of a human being, that somehow that makes you a moderate. Let me newsflash, okay? to every media outlet. There were no fucking moderate Republicans 
They don't exist anymore. When you are given everything from the fucking Mueller report to all of the information that the January 6th committee put together, to all of the impeachment, the two impeachments that happened, right? That were put together. When you are given all of that, and then you decide because of power that you would rather keep this criminal enterprise crackpot as the leader of your party than do right by this country, you cease being able to utilize the title fucking moderate. And I swear to God, you know, I I keep going back in my mind about when I was in middle school and high school, whenever it is, and who knows now, because in in Florida, apparently you don't learn anything, uh, as is with Texas too. But I remember learning about the Holocaust. And I've said this before on Woke AF, learning before about the Holocaust. And we, it was um, in middle school and we had a, a half day at my school where we were watching Schindler's List. Now, it's so amazing to me, you know, I can only imagine that if you in today's age were trying to organize a showing of Schindler's List, the kinds of bomb threats that my school in this day and age would have received. Isn't that fucking crazy? That I can only imagine the bomb threats the protests on the outside of the school, because where I grew up is now quote unquote Trump country. All of Eastern Long Island was in the bag for Donald Trump. You see Trump flags all over the neighborhoods that I grew up in. And what's crazy is that when I'm visiting my family, it's almost as if like there is this layer that I never, either it was always there And as a young kid, I just didn't realize it. But I was a black kid growing up in a predominantly white community. I, of course, faced like racism, but very sparse in comparison to the atrocious stories that you hear today and atrocious stories through our history. Mine was marginal at best. It doesn't mean that it didn't have any impact and I'm not trying to mitigate it. I'm just saying that in comparison was marginal at best. So it's not as if I grew up with a sense of fear or I grew up with a sense of shame about my blackness or anything like that. I didn't. Right. Which is great because I'm the person I am because I'm able to navigate spaces where I'm not the majority that is in the room, right? Where I'm able to not wait for permission to be seen, because if I did that, then I would still be the kid in the back of the classroom with their hand held up waiting to be fucking called on. Nonetheless, I think about these experiences that I had and, you know, watching Schindler's List with my classmates in tears And being like, how could a society let this happen? Right? Like, how do you just like go about your day as your neighbors are being carted off to concentration camps, but you're like still going to the movies and still going to dinner and just like going about as if life is normal when people just are disappearing. Right? And The reality is, is what do we know now? It happens bit by bit. It happens with being propped up by the media. It happens with those who dare to tell the truth and say, see these patterns, 
look at these characteristics. This is Mussolini in the making. This is a mini Hitler. And people are like, oh no, you're being hyperbolic. Oh no, that'll never happen here. Because the idea of American exceptionalism is so embedded into the value set of this country that it doesn't allow us to see the forest through the trees. Because you think that, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm much better than the Italians and the Germans and the Brazilians and, you know, every fucking place else that has been taken over by a dictator or an authoritarian. Oh, that could never happen in America. Americans would never let that happen. You have motherfuckers that are out cheering the hanging of their Republican vice president, milk toast motherfucker, a man who couldn't be more Republican if he tried and they were willing to hang him on the steps of the Capitol building. You have people like Donald Trump's spawn egging on the terrorists that invaded Nancy Pelosi's home and bashed her husband's skull in with a hammer. Oh, that's funny to them. Right now you have former Capitol Police officer Michael Fanon, whose quest is just to get the Republican Party and members to admit that political violence is a problem and to denounce it when they see it, and they refuse. So when I turn on the television and got all the alerts earlier this week about what the fuck was happening in Brazil, about the insurrection that happened there that looked eerily split screen, exactly like what happened on January 6, 2021. And we're watching it now, our far-right extremism be exported. Far-right extremism, MAGAism, and Trumpism is now our greatest export. Those motherfuckers in Brazil take over their capital, trash every place. They took on the courts. They take on the Capitol building. But funny enough, unlike the fucking United States, guess who was arrested on the same day? The very people that ransacked the Capitol building, they were actually hauled off in handcuffs. Imagine that, that it didn't take six months to go searching through somebody's fucking Facebook page in order to find them, to then give them a slap on the wrist. Oh, Susie didn't know what she was doing. She just got caught up, right? Because white people stay getting caught up in some shit. They can't possibly ever take responsibility for their actions. And no, because they actually don't know their history, have no idea what they're capable of, or matter of fact, just like to turn, you know, a blind eye to it. Couldn't possibly be us. Oh, but it is. And the world is learning by fact, thank you very much to Merrick Garland for doing absolutely nothing. Two years, and we're still holding our breath, holding out hope and saying, well, maybe this year will be the year but probably not. You know, news came out that the grand jury that was called in Georgia to look into the insurrection in terms of the ballot, but you know, Donald Trump's go find me 11,700 and some odd votes, that this grand jury has now completed their work. January 24th, a judge will now hear from That report, which the grand jury has voted to be made public, 
Now the decision is in the attorney general in Fonnie Willis's hands. Is there enough in the report to indict? And I got to tell you, just based on my own seeing ass eyes alone, it seems that there's a motherfucking case. It's whether or not anyone has the ovaries or the balls to actually bring Donald Trump up on criminal charges, knowing that the man has been on a crime spree in these United States for at least 30 fucking years. Nonetheless, it is incredibly frustrating that here we are just a couple of weeks into the new year. We want to hold out hope because that's what the new year is about, is about turning a page and feeling like we can learn the lessons from the past and bring them into the future. But lo and behold, there don't, doesn't feel like there's going to be a lot of movement at least not in the direction of justice. But when we look at what is playing out in places like Brazil, we say, oh, there is movement. There is movement on the side of authoritarianism. There is movement on the side of people who want a dictatorship to come back and rule over Brazil, which is absolutely batshit crazy. But this is what these people want. They are hopped up on lies and disinformation and cult of personality. And guess, come to find out, oh, this was funny as fuck. Bolsonaro also is not in Brazil right now. He is in Florida receiving medical services because apparently we do that with dictators in the United States. Not only do we export our bullshit, but we import those people to use, you know, our top-notch medical facilities. Nonetheless, come to find out that his children have tried to flee to the Italian embassy inside of Brazil to get Italian passports so that they can leave the country because guess who else is up under investigation for criminal activity? The apple does not fall far from the Trump-endorsed tree, my friends. Bolsonaro has been labeled as the mini-Trump, and this is exactly... What he's doing in Brazil is what Donald Trump has been doing. And yet somehow these men are looked at as strong men. They're looked at as men to be revered. And they are nothing more than performance art. It's unmistakable the place that we still find ourselves, which is this. Our democracy is still very much under attack. Our democracy is still very much hanging on by a thread. We now have insurrectionists that have been elected to government that are going to do their best to finish what it was that their foot soldiers couldn't do on the grounds in the day on January 6, 2021, what they couldn't finish the job then. Well, they just ran for office a couple of years later. And guess why they were able to run for office? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because none of them were held accountable for their part in the insurrection. It's just a page, apparently, that Merrick Garland thinks that we can just turn and move on. The thing is, is that people don't learn from bad behavior. They only learn if they're held accountable for that bad behavior. If they're not, then guess what happens? They get worse. The monster gets bigger because now they're like, look at me. Look what I was able to get away with. And so then they keep going. So that's what happened. We now have a whole insurrectionist caucus 
you know, the Freedom Caucus has grown bigger because of why? Not just because of the voters, folks, because Americans are not that crazy. It's the fact that we have allowed Republicans the ability to gerrymander House districts to look like some type of string confetti is a district to ensure that Republicans get sent back to the House of Representatives. But I will tell you that if the last few days are any indication of what we are up against in the next two years, then we know for a fact that not only are we bracing ourselves for the full Republican Cirque du Soleil bullshit, but that we're not getting anything else done. In November, it was reported that over 200,000 people crossed the border, the most in history to date. And, you know, we know that both, and I will say this, this is actually a both sides thing that I will say. Neither Republicans or Democrats have a very good idea what to do in terms of creating paths to citizenship. Not only that, but America hasn't really taken any responsibility for their role in destroying economies in other countries, bolstering up either drug lords or dictators, and then not intervening when America has already extracted everything that it can get, and then wondering why these people end up on our borders. Because you've created absolute mayhem in their countries and have done nothing to make amends. So what are they supposed to do? Right? Like we only ever see and are ever fed the picture that is directly in front of us. No one is ever providing any of the back history or intel as to how these countries got into the situations where they are at this point, where tens of thousands of their people need to flee with nothing but a knapsack on their backs, are willing literally to risk everything, including their lives, to make it over the border. So, folks, I this problem isn't going to be solved. One, because we don't have serious people on the side of the Republican Party, but we also don't have brave people that are willing to tell the American people the truth and say, you know all that bullshit that you've been believing for decades upon decades? Well, it's lies. That was force-fed to you based on what? White supremacy and capitalism. If we weren't able to make money off of that country anymore, then guess what? We didn't really care. So we move prime ministers and presidents around like chess pieces on a board. Because that's what wealthier nations are able to do. But it's the people on the ground. Those are the ones that make the greatest sacrifices. But we don't humanize them, no. You have politicians like Abbott and DeSantis that further dehumanize these people by making them a political stunt, turning them into a butt of their right-wing fascist jokes. Not ever asking themselves, what would force families to literally walk four months 
for months. I'm not talking about hours. I'm not even talking about a couple of days. I'm talking about four months. What kind of fear would be inside you to give what little money that you have to these coyotes that put you in the back of trucks that have no ventilation, no windows. There's no way for you to get in and out other than under their lock and key. But we don't have those conversations. We always want to do fucking case studies on white people and how they think the way they think and why. Oh, let's understand the Trump voter. I don't need to understand racism to any deep extent. But I would love to understand what has happened in places like Venezuela and Guatemala and in Mexico and what America's responsibility was and is. But we don't want to have that conversation. That's not good political fodder. So if we think that big topics like this, or how about this, folks? At the time of this taping, California has issued a state of emergency. There are multiple cyclones, winter cyclones, that are causing mudslides, record-breaking snow, and more that is happening. And at, to this point, over a dozen people have been killed. Well, that sounds eerily familiar, but on the other side of the country where we had 40 plus people freeze in their cars because of another historic storm that happened up in Buffalo. But we don't have people that are willing to have these conversations. No, because the Republican Party is too busy denying science and truth to actually recognize that we are way past, oh, what will happen with the impending climate crisis? We crossed that bridge. Or I'm sorry, we couldn't because it was washed away by a fucking historic hurricane. But no one is there to meet Americans where they are and say, this is how we can help you. That's not who the Republican Party is, and it's never been. They had a better mask during the Reagan years if you weren't paying attention to the war on drugs or better, the war on black people. So now we are at the perfect storm or one of my favorite horrible but good movies, The Day After Tomorrow, where it's like all of these major storms converge on one And we fast forward into another ice age because that's how we fucked up the planet that much. You look at what Republicans do to the earth here, gutting of the EPA during the Trump administration, giving corporations anything and everything that they want in order to destroy the environment because, you know, trickle down, blah, blah, blah. Bolsonaro in Brazil basically wanted to turn the rainforest into, you know, a woodshed so that he could make any amount of money possible. And it's just like, it's the same people. They just have different names, but it's the same mentality. Extract 
and colonize and oppress for power and money. The goal of Democrats and those who actually believe in community, who believe in equity, it's up to us to figure out how to message, how to show these people for who they are, because these folks know how to use the media. They know how to tell a good lie and they watch it spread like a forest fire. And then all the media does is what? Continue to give them oxygen because it's clickbait, because it's ratings, because it's quote unquote good for business. It seems to me these days that what is good for business is no longer good for democracy. The voters understood that at the midterms. The question is, is how much more damage will be done over the next two years that Kevin McCarthy holds the hollowed out gavel as the puppet of the house, how much more damage will be done? Will Americans be ready in 2024 to be done with them once and for all? Or we will just continue to teeter until eventually the Republican cult white supremacist party wears us all down. These are the real questions that I got to tell you, keep me up at night. And I know uh, from many of your exchanges on social media, do the same to you. It's like we continue to just win enough, right? Like we just hold on enough. But my worry is, is it truly enough or are we kidding ourselves? Are we just bracing for impact? That is it for me today, friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. I'm late, I'm late. 
Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com.